0: Let's go. Okay, so hello and good morning, afternoon, or indeed evening to all of our listeners. This is our brand spanking new podcast, aptly named Switch Island, as myself, my compadre, my confidant, my muse, my flame. Pia at GameCubePreacher, or at GQPreacher on Twitter, and myself, Dan, DannyWard2707, at DannyWard2707. Try and digest and discuss all of Nintendo, creator of Nintendogs, news, new releases, and general chitter-chatter. So, Pete, do you want to start off, mate? Because what we're going to do in the first episode is go over 2017, the year of the Switch.
1: Um, I'd like to just jump into your tagline there. Do like that? You didn't even know about that, did you? <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't see why the makers of Nintendogs is the thing that you publish at. Because
0: it's one of those things where you've got to try and start off every week and you need to try and come up with some gimmick. You need to get people to start like listening and think, what's going to say this week?
1: Let's get some What's news. it going to be? Okay. Monster Hunter? Oh, I like
0: that one. It's like when people, like Desert Island Discs, the only reason people listen to that is so they can try and find a song that they actually like. Uh, or they know
1: you have to trudge through a lot to get to that song as well I reckon
0: so I think that's where we've got to go with it but yeah so the purpose of what we're doing I mean do you want to explain a little bit why we're
1: here and well from my perspective we normally sit around and talk rubbish anyway and <laughs> it's about time we got it down digitally <laughs> so we can revisit it in the future and if other people get into that that's brilliant Um I know like you're very busy with the job that you do I'm very busy jo- <laughs> with the job that I do <laughs> And the thing we have in common at the moment is we've out a bit of cash for a, a Switch and mm. it has made me a better person. Mm. I That's, feel yeah. that, like... I no,
0: but saying you know. this, like, we need to elaborate a little bit because you went all in. Like, usually people, when they buy something like that, they're, it's like, they'll dip the toe in the water, you know, oh, do I, do I want to go to the gym. You know what, I'm going to buy some running shoes. Like, you sold your PlayStation...
1: Yeah, traded the whole lot. Traded
0: the whole PS Four and you got rid of all your games, absolutely everything. You just completed Horizon.
1: Yeah, well, was no, like, I, I didn't even complete it. I enjoyed it. I didn't complete it. Yeah, but um, but no, you I got rid that of way it as well. Yeah. So again, from
0: that perspective, you were like, yeah, I'm all in on this mm-hmm. thing. And even then, it's um, we've got some difference in opinion over it. I think of what we enjoyed, and I think that's pretty much what we want to try and
1: go through. Yeah, and I think if people do start listening to this, that would be brilliant. Mm. And I think what they'll get from me is a pretty narrow-minded, <laughs> Nintendo-focused commentary on how they do things really, really well. <laughs> Liberal in <and> life conservative <laughs> when it comes to games. Yeah. And jingoistic. <laughs> but um, I think what because you're running multiple consoles, mm. you'll, you'll have a better perspective on how it relates to maybe the, the broad strands of the market. I think i think i I still feel like i made the right decision i think with the money that i've got i've got to prioritize one console and if i'm going to do one console i'm going to do it the best that i can do Mm. and so getting rid of everything else means that if there is like a really tempting drop that's on another console Mm. i'll just i'll move on from it and just focus on what i've got if it's not on switch i'm not getting it
0: to be I mean, fair though we all made that decision and I think I did the same with Xbox and I saw certain things come out for there and I was like well you're tempted and I did you get your head turned you do yeah you do and it was certainly I think I love Alan Wake and that got re-released like earlier in the year and it was like there's loads of stuff but then my heart kept on coming back to this bloody thing that's just stuck in my bag and I was just like yeah I need to pick this thing up and give it a little bit more time and attention and funding because I think you and I as much as we're joking about it, we did go all in, and I think we're, yeah, a, yeah. we're massive fans, quite clearly, of the of the Nintendo platform. And then we want to see, we want to see it do well. Um, yeah. and we're we're invested. God Jesus, I don't even know that far. I think we're f- far too down the rabbit hole to say we just invested.
1: <laughs> now it's even worse. Yeah, I mean, I think for this first kind of podcast that we're doing, we we wanted to kind of do an overview of of the year. Yeah, and because it's not just like a like a new device is launched. I think it's more, it's bigger than that, a little bit. I think they've been particular with how they've launched it. I mean, we're we're going to talk in a minute about kind of this idea of a soft launch, which has been batting around a little bit. And and I don't know marketing, and I don't know Mm -hmm. kind of how these things happen. But um, I think I know in my mind what a soft launch is. And I think Nintendo have done like a quintessential soft launch.
0: I've had a couple of soft launches on the toilet in the last couple of days. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Nothing soft about
1: them. I'll I'll leave. (laughs) I mean, so the premise of it, in my mind, as I understand it, um, and I'm sure people will correct me when I'm wrong, is um, if we we imagine like a a coffee shop, it's like the coffee shop can go two ways in terms of its opening. Hmm. It can go on, on the one side... Um, let's have a big launch where we advertise strenuously. We get people out on the street canvassing for why our coffee's amazing and then invite people to the grand opening and then go. Or, I mean, well, that's going to work really well or it's going to be like an all or nothing affair, isn't it?
0: I like what you've written there. And uh, again, it's the point of just the notes of... Um, sometimes you use to gather data or feedback and I think that's so important because within the first week or two people were telling about the Joy-Con saying certain things were wrong with it they're giving feedback about Zelda like bear in mind game of the year absolutely all over the shop the first release and then on top of that they're giving feedback about the design the usage of it, you know, where they can take it. It's just all the pluses came out within that first two weeks. Oh, when people lapped it up.
1: This is the thing. If they did, like, a grand launch... So, let's go back to that... I'll draw back to that coffee analogy again. In that grand launch, if things were going wrong, you've got to deal with them on the hock, and it's, it, and it's all or nothing. I've had
0: a couple of grand launches on the toilet this week. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> but if... If... Like with all the scrutiny and all the focus and all the investment on trying to get publicity for it there are kinks in it and there are problems with it like the launch Mm. it is in the view of everyone and it cannot be avoided and there's very little you can do about it Mm. like as you say there if nintendo did like a a a full hard (laughs) launch i can't say it now (laughs) But if they did a full I've hard launch... i a lunch, couple
0: of... No, I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> to, I'll leave.
1: But if they did a full <coughs> hard launch, throwing everything into it, then those problems that we all ha- heard about from... um was like a, the, the left Joy-Con was, was, was yeah, not... Yeah, was mental. Yeah, it was not linking with the console. I never had that, but I think you did. I had
0: it because we were in... Um, but I didn't know about the problems because what I did was I picked uh, the Switch up launch day. So I was queuing outside, oh, it's not it's not game, Granger games. Oh yeah. Because I refuse to the old game. We'll get into that on another day.
1: <laughs> I have no problem <laughs> with game My petty dispute way.
0: with people. Um You have no problem with game. <laughs> Advertising already, episode one. and um, we Says were doing to Granger. <laughs> hey, give them a shout out. The boys over there don't give a shit. They'll do whatever <laughs> they want in there. Honest to God, I've seen a guy in subway on the front counter. He like, served me with a full muffle. <laughs> he was, mate, he did not care. Does He's not breathing care. Breathing onions. I like love it. it, honestly. It's just, it's fantastic. So I picked mine up and I flew to Portugal in the afternoon because looking for wedding venues. I remember that. Mate, and...
1: Not me the, and you. Like, we're not getting married. But.
0: No, make that very, very clear. <laughs> we got on, but, you know, there's close then, there's just close. Limits. Um, But... I got it on the plane and I remember having it there, unhooked the Joy-Cons, sat there like a right doofus trying to figure out how to trying to turn the motion control off with Zelda and a bow and arrow. It was going (laughs) all over the shelves, go go, go through the window, what am I
1: doing? You can't fire a bow and arrow
0: in a can't I think (laughs) it was some sort of security guard behind me, just eyeing over me, what the hell is that? How the hell (laughs) is that? US Marshal. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 US Marshal from Britain to Portugal. <laughs> it's not a very good one. Just appeared on a plane.
1: <laughs> deep, deep
0: undercover. Yeah. What? This isn't Portland? Oh, okay. I cannot do the accent at all. That, that all right. But yeah, um, he. I'm talking about the bloody Marshall now. But yeah, there's in the, the controllers started to go a little bit skew with, but I kind of got over that and then I was in a, a Portuguese supermarket and I picked up one of the pro controllers. And then after that, I was absolutely hooked. I was into it. I was playing, playing it in docked mode. I was playing it in the you know the hands hands free back on a plane using the pro controller. It was absolutely fantastic. But it got its claws into me in such a way that I was responding on Twitter. I was hashtagging. I was adding. I was I was getting to the point of telling people and what you're saying back to the point of soft launch. The whole purpose of that, if it is to get that feedback and that knowledge and that acceptance. They got that pretty damn quick.
1: Well, this is the thing. I mean, they launched in March. Did they launch in March? Yeah, I think It was a, so. it was a rubbish month, like March. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So they, they they launched at a time which, I mean, people are still skint from Christmas. Pretty it's not, much. It's not even one years old. Yeah, like it it, it launched and, you know, it, it was a soft launch. I mean, go back and go going back to that analogy, like. If you didn't want to do like the high risk strategy of a hard launch where you did the, all the big kind of publicity and it's all mm-hmm. on up, him the other alternative is to open your coffee shop, mm-hmm. like to no fanfare, just open it up on on the street where you are, and just wait for passersby to come in and you, you give you can sort your staff out to make sure that they're ready for like the drip 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 of people coming in. You can deal with problems as they arise, mm-hmm. and then like you learn as you go almost
0: it's like knowledge attrition isn't it you want to keep hold of everything and then you're taking everything on but because you haven't you haven't gone there's a a game of every type within the first week people are going alright okay so Zelda's not for me I don't know why, but Zelda's not for me, so I'm not going <laughs> to pick it up. For that one guy. For that one guy. In
1: Idaho. It. <laughs> in Idaho. <laughs> like, Who's you know Amish. <laughs> doesn't like technology.
0: No <laughs> dogs. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I'll wait a while. Um, But they're at the point where they're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give it a little bit of time, but the early adopters, yourself, myself, what, you're picking up these games, you're picking up the big flagships that were coming out and going you know what yeah I'm, I'm, I'm into this and then given that feedback again of alright it's a couple of re-release games couple of you know um, make a little bit more glossy for the switch but
1: like ports mate
0: you had the Wii U yeah no one else I know had a Wii U I, I, didn't, mean, I didn't even think to get a Wii U
1: I mean this was the problem Um, there's always going to be a, a a proportion of people that buy Nintendo consoles just like the fans of Nintendo like if 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 it's a Mario box, so if it's literally a box... Fanboys, I think it's so. the... Yeah, like, that's not... It's what the kids call them these days, Pete. Let's <laughs> not, not revert to labels, um, But...
0: <laughs> hey, do you just assume my gender?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if we're... If we're talking about it, like... like if it was, like, an, a Mario box, and it ju- this will play Mario Kart, buy it, put your money down, like, there will be people that will buy that. You. Yep. Me and <laughs> others, but not enough to like sustain yeah, yeah, yeah. a health... It's why third parties suffer. It's why like there's, there's this, this perennial problem of like adoption onto a wider scale that's only been beaten once by the Wii. Like, and, and what the Wii U was is Nintendo selling a console that spoke to a very finite group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the problem. And what they did with the soft launch of the Switch... Is all of the people who were always going to buy the next Nintendo console anyway mm-hmm. did, yeah, and with that soft launch, you get the people who you knew you were going to get anyway. Like they pick it up, and you work through the kinks. You find there's problems here. There was like um, an issue with it, like bending. There was like a, a heat issue. Do you remember this? They do this with absolutely everything though Yeah, they do. But it, it got traction. Like there was pictures of like um, like switches that were bent, curved. From, from like long periods of time they're the done it with
0: every iPhone yeah. if, if Tesla brought a new car out tomorrow somebody, it bends there'd be somebody on the internet trying to bend it over his knee yeah <laughs> when you heat it to 1000 degrees Celsius this is what happens the Tesla it bends yeah. and everyone's clapping him
1: and, and they're like oh my god the build quality must be terrible <laughs> yeah, oh my god it's made out of metal oh my god what's happening I use a blowtorch on my Tesla every day oh my god is it not vegan but but oh god but I think like with the way it went with the, the soft launch launching in March is that all of these problems came out and they didn't destroy anything mm. they couldn't fight against the word of mouth kind of hype behind this idea of taking like a triple A title into your hands and going off somewhere else with it so for example I'm not sure about you mm. um, <laughs> I sound a bit what bit do you awkward. mean about this So just in
0: general, <laughs> in general just not no sure about, about you Dan either. very cool something about the night of you Dan <laughs> but um, famous Sam Whitcomb saying
1: I think, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. I think <laughs> I'll leave <laughs> but I think the best thing about it is like I can take it out of the dark the mrs can watch tell you for a bit and i can just sit i sometimes put the headphones in mm. like and, and just have a little game that way if i'm not quite finished or we've taken it through and like before we went to bed i've had a bit of she plays Stardew Valley yeah absolutely loves it but there's these games that are fully like some hardcore some casual mm. that you can just literally play them anywhere and they've got this annoying tagline that you can play what uh, what's the line it's like you play anything, anywhere with anyone or something, and they say it. like They, they make sure they drop it in every sizzle reel. I only remember that. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, which, which was absolutely brilliant. The brand Nobody remembers it. Time, but like,
0: right at the start, yeah. when they brought us the Rex out, and it, it was the first reveal of the Switch, I was like...
1: Yeah. Even the logos. like, <laughs> really, like Their branding... I mean, their branding for Nintendo has been god-awful. Do you remember the, the, the Wii U? No-one knew what the hell it was.
0: So I think it's a good point, then. So... What we've then tried to tie this into, I think, is like we've said YouTube acceptance. We've said uh, 80s revival. You know, we very much mm. thought, like, it's very, very tied into how people, you and I, I I can sit on a, a train and feel like I'm playing a Game Boy. And I don't feel like I'm, it's weird. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm the stranger on the train. I feel like it's a lot more acceptance, you know, acceptable. And I feel that... <laughs> The vibe that people have got about the console is completely different to. It's kind of cute, <laughs> Two 30 year thirty-year-old blokes going like, "Yeah, it's kind of no, cute. Really cute." I'm, I'm really cute. <laughs> I am super cute. I'm oh, training with my DS. Exactly, I'm sat there <laughs> and with me, yeah, no three DS, mate. <laughs> Mario screens, and but you're at the point where you're like, yeah, you can sit there and it's acceptable in that way. People go, oh, Nintendo. But if you were sat there with a Vita, you'd be like, um, "What's that guy doing?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, people don't care. True gamers don't care. You know, people that are, um, you know, maybe on the phone playing some mad Japanese RPG on the on the mobile, which you can do now. Like people won't know any different. But you're making a statement with a Switch, and I think what they <laughs> well, we're trying to say is it is it's become more acceptable with the youth as well.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't. I I was getting the bus for a while into work. Mm-hmm. Um peasant. Yeah. <laughs> as the in-betweeners <laughs> would say, bus one, okay? Um So as a bus I love how you said it quietly. <laughs> <long. laughs> yeah. like self-editing like I'm talking to my grandma. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, when I was a bus one, okay? um I would play it in the morning, like, I'd, I'd sit there and I would play on the Switch, and I was playing Breath of the Wild at the time, mm. and I was engrossed in it, it felt... Like, I was playing a full-blown AAA game and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And there's just never been anything that could do that for me. I, I've never been comfortable playing, like, portable consoles out in the open. Hmm. Like, as a 30-year-old as a man, like, as a grown-ass man, like, playing kids' games. Like, which, which like, that's the opinion. I mean, I, I, when I was growing up, like, playing computer games had like really negative stereotypes to it yeah they did <laughs> it was like it's like oh what games do you play yeah. oh, uh, FIFA if anything but I don't play any because I'm like a man and that yeah whereas now I don't know I think it's a bit more accepted so I, I know you- you've said there you're making a statement and you kind of are the game is it's like I've got this yeah but like to most people they're really not asked. Like. And, no I don't care like... and the design like the build quality and the way it looks I mean hold hold A Wii U gamepad, this plasticky, chunky, like low resolution Mm touchscreen, to this almost looks like it's been made by Apple Switch. Yeah. It's really clean, really nice. It just looks like a modern piece of tech so I felt far more comfortable like on a bus with that
0: I was like, like this isn't made by Nintendo at all then I saw yeah. the kickstand and I was like yeah it's Nintendo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you uh- can't <laughs> charge it works in a when, when it made and yeah, yeah, the kickstand was flying yeah. off. people like jump. you know what you've got in the, in, in like the, the detailed like little booklet that you get with it it's like don't worry if you pull this off <laughs> you can reattach it it's like because like,
0: there was loads of Japanese people going oh for god's sake it's broken again <laughs> what are we going to do uh, oh let's make it detachable that'll <laughs>
1: work I mean, it, it, I, have, I have enjoyed it being portable. I mean, it is a home concert. I've loved
0: it, mate. I've absolutely loved it. And I think, like I was saying before, when I was on the on a train and I'd have my Vita out and there'd be a woman adjacent to me reading Mills and Boone and she'd be the one giving me the dirty eye, then I'd be I'd be like, yeah, something wrong here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a bit weird. It's not quite acceptable yet, but it's to the point where I think it's, yeah. So March 17 was a big, big year for that. And I think... Um, what did you play? What's was the first one? Because I was there with you.
1: Um, what, as in, like, what was the yeah, first, game, was first game you bought? Yeah, was the first game you bought. It was Breath of the Wild.
0: Breath of the Wild. You got Lego...
1: Yeah, I got Le- Lego City Undercover. It was City. a game that I bought on the Wii U. And that is an underrated game. You I had mean, a lot of
0: fun with that, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, basically, sitting down on a on a couch co-op with the missus, like, you've got two-player, like, Lego game. So there's not really that much depth to it. Yeah. Or it's an enjoyable Lego game that you play with the missus.
0: So I make a very outlandish statement and say exactly the same thing as you, and say every Lego game is like that. But it just if it hits at the right time. Yeah. So if you've got a common interest, like the missus loved the Hobbit, um, so we were playing the Hobbit Lego game, and it just hit at the right time where you yeah. it's couch co op. I think we we're in Leeds. We live in Leeds, and we just
1: what was that on time? PlayStation?
0: PlayStation Four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you forget these things that they like, come out and then. It, I th- I can say with Lego like the world, it was. I think I played with that with you for like five or ten minutes, and I'm still tempted to get it now. Just from the same perspective of, we've got the switch there, and I think the missus probably enjoyed it more than she did with the others.
1: I mean, I I'd, I'd say it with the word of caution, I ended up trading that, in, in the end, but it's <laughs> a <laughs> <I thought>, game. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, but I played so much of it on the. I mean, on the Wii U, it was a very selfish game because it was single player. Never had co op on the Switch okay. it would it build in co-op as a Lego game should be mm. but yeah I enjoyed that and I, I enjoyed um, Breath of the Wild of course um, but I mean if, if we were talking about this launch they, they've drip they've drip-feeded in all of these games like every month they've brought in like throughout 2017 a game that was worth your time
0: so, Breath- through that then. so let's go through it month by month and then pick out the highlights what I mean you, I'm not you... sure I
1: could remember it month by month but I could definitely outline like the biggest hits for me <laughs> go for it Um, so it felt like every month there was a game coming out and they, firstly you got your, your Zelda everyone mm-hmm. was playing that I think Next up, was it Splatoon? I don't know. Saying like that you played I Am Setsuna,
0: like you played that midway, and you, you recommend, yeah, that that's as well. a
1: really good old fashioned RPG. What's
0: made by Square Enix is yeah. what are they called? it? Um, it's like and a...
1: Octo, something. Well, that, they're making a game, it's called, called the it.
0: RPG Company or something, yeah. those lines. So I think they would they're literally set up to make this kind of game,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be one to watch for yeah. the next couple of years. I so.
1: Am Setsuna made. Like headway on other consoles as well, mm-hmm. but I think it it. Like it definitely these, came to
0: PlayStation first. I remember yeah.
1: These kind of smaller, old-fashioned the RPGs mm. do have like a, a safe home on Nintendo consoles. It's made me
0: so happy seeing all the what have they call them the nin- 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 nindies. nin-dies yeah. The nindies coming out this year. Because... It's only the
1: same thing that PlayStation did. No, they, they had a real push for independent games, didn't they? The games? It's only
0: because Microsoft had that first with the three hundred and sixty. They had a, the what first. was the summer of? Oh, somebody, somebody's going to remind me about this, but it was summer <laughs> of something, and it was all these um, um, different releases every week, and they absolutely mopped up with it. But then you start getting these high quality games. Like this year has been absolutely phenomenal for them. But the Switch has seen that rebirth of everything that was good on pretty much every other console. Well, you've
1: been playing um, Steam World dig two is oh, it don't, don't even start. we'll come to that in a bit that's oh,
0: just, yeah, no. it's most emotional I've been this year about a game we'll I think that's that uh, honestly it's oh, phenomenal absolutely phenomenal but I
1: mean I think as, as we were saying since March the games that have been released there's been a drip of them mm. like every it's, it felt like every month there was something worth partnering cash with whether that be arms which I really enjoyed yeah. like I think that's it's just a quirky little fighter and it's basically I enjoyed that. It's yeah. like Wii Boxing, yeah. but just really fleshed out. And they keep just drip feeding more content for it. Not like DLC, but like.
0: Genuine content. Genuine content. Yeah, I think that feed. seems to be a good trend at the moment that people yeah. are moving away from that DLC thread. I mean, Nintendo seemed to. I think Breath of the Wild, obviously, it had its DLC that you had to pay for, but yeah. other than that, there's been so many games. Splatoon. That had exactly the same ethos. We'll come to that in a second. But people
1: can be skeptical, can't they? They can they can say, "Oh well, that's content that should have been bundled in," but they're drip feeding it, like they're, they're spreading it out rather than like yeah. packaging it in with the original game. But that's exactly what DLC is. Like you could have yeah, completely plenty of games which are the finished product, and I remember getting DLC and it taking like a second to download because it was already on the <laughs> yeah. disc, it was already there, but it was behind the paywall. I know. So.
0: Now it's the other way around where you buy the full game and half of it's stored online because it's the cartridge isn't big enough.
1: It's the well, other way. yeah, that's the case with um, L.A. Noir.
0: Yeah, it's huge, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Nintendo are really good at, like, compression and there's this whole kind of uh, thread going on online about how Nintendo are really good at compressing um, data from games into very small packages to fit on these cartridges. So, like, for example... Um, super mario odyssey is a pretty huge game yeah breath of the wild pretty huge game yeah, it's massive arguably much larger than something like la noir yet still la noir because the publishers aren't used to like and facial animations
0: though you know they must take a couple of a uh, couple of gigs
1: yeah m- maybe pretty
0: faces yeah But well, pretty unpretty faces <laughs> i'm pretty sure that guy's lying what makes you think
1: that oh his face <laughs> don't know why they show me his face all the time pretty sure he's lying But well, you can look up from the book like, so when, you when you're questioning them you can look up from the book and they repeat like the animation of the face so they end up doing real Trump like no, it's expressions like, <laughs> it's like
0: playing like poker with a crackhead they're just constantly
1: <laughs> itching themselves staring into space <laughs> pretty sure he's lying like, he might be lying <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're lying he's like no I was genuinely telling the truth I'll you <laughs> didn't touch it um,
1: yeah, um, I, I have enjoyed that like, It's did you, did you play clips? did you buy that? well I went um, before the launch in Manchester to a <clears throat> brothel sorry no <laughs> That's not for o- that's not for audio. Except um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for video, Jesus <laughs> Pete, calm down, mate. We went to this like opening for the Nintendo Switch, and it w- it was done where they had all these different games set up, and like grown ass men were sitting to the side playing one two switch the milking <laughs> game, staring each other in the face like without blinking, milking. <laughs> And I thought, you know what, I'm gonna buy two of these consoles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a turning point. I was in. It was that look in that man's eye <laughs> as he achieved more milk, <laughs> and I thought that is the console for me. Yeah. And um, but it was set up on the side, and, and and we intended to go to it. I mean, I do hasten to add the first game of Mario Kart that was played at the little uh, convention, the Expo where it launched. I came first. You came first, right? So okay. I, I went on it again. Came seventh, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I've won once in what I'm going to call the competition. I know,
0: no, 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 no. What? what came I first? King Boo as well.
1: Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. King Boo, so I don't know how I pulled you're that Cooperman
0: as well. I'm surprised, but
1: yeah. or a shy guy who you, can't Yeah,
0: you're a shy. Which one though? Which color?
1: Uh, I quite like blue. Blue shy guy. Like, he, he's a safe bet. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, I go with blue.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I bang with blue. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shovel Knight I picked that up i then never played it before had an absolute ball with it yeah um, I remember
1: you telling me about again
0: it. one of these companies that just seems to be so I got the the, the bundle version I can't remember what it's called but it was the uh, Treasure Trove or it was absolutely fantastic you got games so I, I remember writing them on Twitter just saying legitimately thank you great game really enjoyed it got through it found it very very Frustrating at times, like I said, went back, played uh, Spectre of Torment. It's like another downloadable for it. Um, the guys replied. Like I had a little back and forth with them for about like two or th- two or three tweets. Like
1: high-fiving like, yourself? Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. It's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> Jesus, they've replied. <laughs> Thank you again. You don't really know what to say, but it was just... I the, love you. It's like a legit game, but I think that was the first time in 10, 15 years where I play, picked up a game that is considered retro uh, or you know it's in that style of it never appealed to me before
1: there's no doubt in my mind if Shovel Knight and probably like graphically it looks like it could have been but there's no doubt in my mind that Shovel Knight if released at the time of like your Mario's and your Sonic's back originally would have been one of those icons of gaming yeah completely because it's got that reach for me and I've never played it but it's iconic it, it's got the look like mm. People swear by it. If it was released back at the time of the original, like Mario's and Sonic's, it would be one of those kind of iconic game characters. I I'm think not so. sure if it is that yet or not.
0: But. I don't know. I think it's it's definitely been slept on. But these type of games only appeal to like a certain few people. You know what I mean? So from my perspective, when I'm on a on a a bus, a plane, a train, or a can with anyone, anywhere, anyone, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm at the point where I'm like yeah this is a good kind of it's going to keep me going for a couple of days but I commute a lot yeah. Um so from my perspective I need something that's just easy to pick up I'm watching a couple of episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine on the iPad and then I'll pick that up and new, I'll go
1: new episodes are out I'm watching them um, we've watched the first three <laughs> <I'm> trying, <laughs> really funny.
0: trying to get her into them yeah she's enjoying them but anyway she probably just Terry Crews man
1: yeah
0: Terry Crews
1: are you are you at the part where boys should we just
0: hijack this now yeah. and just like start going by Terry <laughs> Crews? <Cruise? laughs> right, guys, welcome to the new Terry <laughs> Crews podcast. He is a beautiful man. He is bigger than me. He's funnier than me. He could bench press your dad.
1: Dep- okay, <laughs> we might have that might make the edit. It <laughs> <We> might not.
0: <laughs> Let's put an audio note there. <laughs> Okay, so...
1: (laughs) I mean, getting back to what we're talking about. (laughs) So we
0: said ARMS, we said... uh, We completely agree that was... If you were to rate it out of 10. ARMS? Yeah.
1: It's hard, I... I, Bear in
0: mind, it's your first critical opinion, and we're not going to go to Zelda yet, because we both got relatively different views on it.
1: I've got, like, clickbait comments. So we're
0: going to... We'll get to that in a minute, but first of all, ARMS. So, in fact, I'm Satsuna...
1: I haven't played enough of it. I haven't... I, I, oh, okay. I got my well, head no. turned by other games. I mean... Five. It's a tra- okay, so snippet <laughs> clip. <laughs> it's, it's charming. And I really like the Nostar. It reminds me of um, Breath of Fire. I used to play Breath of Fire. It was like um, oh, yeah. okay. an old NES and SNES game. But I had an emulator on the PC back in the day. And I played them there. And it reminds me of that. It's like an isometric rpg and it's really charming it's really like games are trying to be more and more epic all the time mm. and this just dials it right back and mm. has a really nice story and i've really enjoyed it i've probably sunk about i don't know maybe about i don't know about five six hours seven more maybe a bit more i don't know i'd struggle to say but other games have gotten away the way yeah I know. and i've enjoyed what i've played yeah but I, I probably couldn't give a review, on, a review on that
0: but I think that's quite important to note the fact that we're never going to get through everything you know we're always going to be the type of people that will pick up and play and complete what we want to but then it's like Very you, busy, you picked yeah. up Skyrim you picked up L.A. Noir, but these
1: oh, Skyrim it's I've enjoyed the that. games
0: are more-ish but it's because again we hop back to what we said before it's an 80s console re-released in today's society so oh. for us you, you can pick up these games and you and I used to we had a game when we were younger we got it for Christmas you'd be playing that absolute bastard for like six months <laughs> because you, we're not going to get another game until
1: your birthday until <laughs> our birthdays <It's> are <laughs> both in July yeah. so <laughs> growing beards when we're ten like no
2: more Pikmin please no more
1: hey, that's something I'm surprised by I can't believe there's no Pikmin game on the Switch it's not going to be long Smash wow. Brothers this year pin win this year,
0: sure. two predictions there we go well, Could be the talking. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, this is something worth worth mentioning like it trying to draw us back to the analogy again, if two thousand and seventeen was the the soft launch, which I think it was, I think they released it with not that much fanfare, but like a clearer message of what they they were trying to launch here um, is two thousand and eighteen like the grand opening, is it like because going back to the coffee shop analogy, <laughs> when, <laughs> I will beat this donkey till it's dead. Um, if that soft launch is successful, which in this case I think it is, yeah, then you've worked out all the kinks, you've sorted out all the problems, until you get to the grand opening. And then that's where you do everything that you would have done before, but this grand opening, there's far less risk in it. So...
0: Did we get any launch sale data for this at all? Did we get anything that's?
1: I had a snoop, but I'm not sure how great it is. Okay. Um, I've got launch quarter sales.
0: Did so. it did it compare to the Wii I think because that's something we were always a little bit dubious of when we first picked one up and. To me, that was always the case of, oh, we, the Wii had a soft launch, you know? Uh, Wii U? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. I'm pretty sure it it was slept on for the first couple of months and then it started absolutely... It but I
1: know the PlayStation was released before. So, yeah. the, before, so was it the PS3 was released yes. before the Wii? It had a head start, did it? Isn't it mental to think back then when
0: it was like oh, God, the Xbox is going to come out before the PlayStation. Wow. Oh, my God, the Wii's going to come out of... What's going to yeah. And you, you genuinely... You genuinely cared back in school. It was, it, was like, <laughs> it was like politics for kids. And they were like, oh, my God. The console wars. There's yeah. a good book But about PlayStation
1: that. has... Uh... Has Final Fantasy (laughs) then? Well, the Xbox can run 10 gigabytes worth of DDRI. It's like like, the argument for Xbox began and ended with Halo. (laughs) That was it. It it
0: really did, yeah, at the time.
1: So, um, just for the launch for the the, the Wii, I think in the the quarter, I think they launched quarter four based on this data, and this data is from Business Insider. So, I assume it's as. Rather than we there. If
0: there's anyone from Business Insider, out like the three listeners that we're probably going to have from this podcast, <laughs> including then my mum, uh, free... <laughs>
2: <laughs> hi,
1: mum. Uh, Please feel free to write in. It says we in the first quarter was two point eight six million. As if that came out
0: in two thousand
1: and six. And now I feel older than ever. <laughs> and then the switch is about two point seven four. That's not too bad. <laughs> Up there. Negligible, isn't it, really, between the two of them? I mean, the software sales, I mean, I wasn't sure when I looked at this data whether they counted in. If, if you remember the Wii, it was uh, bundled with, like, Wii Sports. Yeah, it was. So are it? they counting in, like, the sales from... It will be. You've got to so assume it will be. For the, the, the Wii, the original one, back in uh, 2006, like, that was 13.7 million software <laughs> Uh, units sold which it's just incredible like, what, what were people buying? I mean was, what was the launch?
0: So that's effectively four times more games were sold than the console was sold
1: So that's the people who are the early adopters must have been purchasing like R- what
0: Seven copies of Wii Sports <laughs>
1: yeah. But like if every console <laughs> at least has Wii Sports with it that's like so you've already done Two point eight six million software titles when they buy the console. There's
0: a guy somewhere in Bristol, and he's just got a wall built out of Wii Sports. Cases. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, I'm telling you now, <laughs> this would be the
1: best idea. Just you wait. You just wait until I'm on the YouTube. <laughs> I tell you, one day these two guys are gonna podcast about me. I <laughs> um, say the, the software sales for the Switch in the quarter that they sold. Um, was five million? No, oh, sorry, five point four six million. So, I mean, I guess. I mean, you suggested before that maybe the the Wii and the Wii might have been more like hard launches.
0: I just think uh, when you had Wii in the title, and people were buying Wees left, right, and centre for the nans, the grands, the dads, the mums, the yeah, uncle, care homes, didn't they? They quite literally had them for everything. It was just everywhere and bear in mind the reason that we got the Switch was because the Wii rest in peace did so well Um, we're lucky to have got the Switch because the Wii U rest in peace it did not do as well but from a a software point of view
1: Zelda? for the Switch?
0: that was pretty much it Zelda?
1: well yeah if you were if you were were an early adopter you were getting Zelda weren't you? For for the Switch if you were an early adopter what were your options? It was that obama.
0: Why? Very interesting this. So like quarter four, we. Quarter four, we you. Quarter one switch. They brought a console out in March when it is dead for oh. games. Or oh, this is for everything thing. else dead.
1: Do you remember when we were talking before and we were suggesting maybe this is a soft launch? I think maybe we you hard launches launch in fourth quarter, so you've got a Christmas, mm. you've got a Black Friday sale in there. Like the switch is a soft launch, launch in quarter one, making similar kind of sales, in terms of units sold, as as the Wii, but you you don't include like a Christmas or a Black Friday in there.
0: That's like we said before. Before the marketing team in uh, Nintendo was just six hamsters, like coupled <laughs> into a mac and, a mac walking around the office. So Oh uh, yeah, you're right over there, Dave. Have you got the they've got the marketing
1: ready for this week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright Dave see you in a week but they actually sacked the six hamsters and seemed to get someone in that knew what they were doing So
1: I think they really did I mean I think the console they've produced is definitely more concise it's easier to understand the way they've launched it they've been very smart about it and I think maybe 2018 is going to be the hard launch I mean, what, what would, what, when was this... Um, it was like a Nintendo Direct Mini that you were showing me before. Yeah, yeah. Was that launched yesterday or today, was it? It was, was
0: yesterday, yeah. It was yesterday, but again, to get into that, into more depth, I think from our perspective, it was more of a niche thing. So you got your, what, your Mario Tennis. Obviously, we'll talk about it a little bit and we'll go, go through it. it properly in depth, but Mario Tennis, Dark Souls. Well, what was the other We've got some add-ons for... Um, Poking
1: Tournament. Poking... I'm you not bothered should... about that. You not? Why not? It's just a Pokemon beat. one if I'd rather have Tekken. Of all the people Good point. Of all the people <laughs> in God damn, Tekken. Tekken but... was good. well to be fair, Wii U launched with a like a Tekken game as well. Did it? Yeah, Wii Wii U launched with a Tekken game which you could edit or you could have like costumes for Was it. actual Tekken? Yeah, it was an actual Tekken game. No one really bought it like but it was
0: See for ages, like Nintendo was synonymous with the type. It was the equivalent of when you buy like a, a Gucci bag in Blooming Mayfair in London. You go to Turkey like three weeks later, and you buy a, a Gucci, and they bring out like an absolute complete carbon copy of the game that was on PlayStation or Xbox, and then they try and like palm it off as they're. Come on, guys, come and buy the uh, Blooming Telpin. <laughs> <laughs> beat him up and it was like no but they seem to be legit bringing out good games. yeah
1: but they did that on the Wii U and the Wii U didn't sell well at all I think the Switch is already awesome. it was a
0: launch game
1: yeah I think it was but it also had Call of Duty they had like Black Ops or something as a launch but again nobody bought it <laughs> because I think they did this big like like launch but the message wasn't clear on what the console was. Many people thought that like the Wii U was just a, like an add-on to the Wii, so it was just another controller type with that game. But
0: well, when it came out, I mean, twenty twelve, like you're talking, people are big into mobile at that point, and it's kind of, it's got to the point of mobile saturation, like twenty seventeen, where people are kind of getting a little bit jaded with mobile phones, and people with Apple are starting to go to Samsung, people with Android are starting to go over to Apple, and. People are starting to like choose elite, and I think the same was kind of starting to happen with PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I think mobile, like, mobile gaming just can't give you the same bang for your buck. Like, even the no, play, like, if you think of how much money people must have spent on loving Candy Crush, that is a dog shit game. Like, <laughs> and how much are they spent? They probably spent. I, like 40 I, quid a shot
0: I've legit probably spent about 20 quid on that <laughs> <you> reckon, like, <laughs> no so there's so you and
1: millions of others who have and that's dog shit that like no it's awful but so addictive and you want to progress
0: yeah I'll come up with a fact at the end of this and I can prove it to you Um, and it's going to be a very good point to end the podcast on because it'll just make you want to punch me in the face. So it's always a good thing to stop. <laughs> Back on the list of games, so we said Arms. You know, we were we were confident with that. If you were to review it now, what would
1: you give it? So for Arms, I think if you're looking for like a fighting game with a twist, and they're not giving you Smash Brothers, then this is a good. The bastards. <laughs> this is a good starting point. I think the characters have a real like a Blizzard feeling to them so do you know like Overwatch mm. the characters have clearly been influenced by that they're engaging they're funny and I think it's a really good technical fighter struggling to give a name like a, like a, an actual yeah like rating to it I've thoroughly enjoyed it but I don't know I, I don't think I'd give it more than 7 only because I've got like a lot of prejudice against fighting games there's only so much they can give me yeah like to drop it and play it there's nothing better and I, I always go back to it mm. because you can just pick it up have a little do like a little go and put it down again but I can't really see it going further than 7 for me because I mean if you think of the other games that we've got the options of playing on the Switch there's mm. so many that they're overpowering I
0: think I've got a very good one which is the month after that it came out or it was a month or two months but Splatoon 2
1: I've spent too long on that
0: game. We've absolutely rinsed. Like, just for a bit of context for everyone listening, so Pete and I, we had a a day of, well, I think we were drinking the remnants of my 30th birthday <laughs> party uh, and we quite literally drank the remnants. so it was about 40 or 50 bottles and we had, what was it the Brew Dog? What was the name of that Brew Dog? Oh, it was Punk IPA. Punk that was oh, lovely my god.
1: That, like, oh my god. I'm, like Indian Pale Ale, who knew? Honestly? Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, 2017,
0: Switch Pale Ale. Oh, was it 2016, apparently? Anyway, I'm getting into that separate podcast. But uh, if we talk about Splatoon 2 for a little bit then, so I'm even looking at the bloody case here and <laughs> welling up slightly inside and thinking about all the artwork that people could do on a tiny little stylus set. How the hell do they even do that?
1: It's incredible. I mean, there's, there's, it's just the way they design the little images for them. They, they look incredible. They can
0: get to fuck. Like, honest to God, like, they're <laughs> far too talented and have far too much time. I was there uh, trying to write... Yeah, it's your boy, and it took me about six and a half
1: hours. The Firstly, they I'll play you on the game. I can and use secondly...
0: Photoshop. <laughs> I went to university. <laughs> I can use Photoshop. And there's some kid in Blooming, Albania, that can write on Spl- Splatoon 2 far better than I can.
1: I mean, Splatoon 2 is, for those of you who haven't played it, is, I guess, a squad-based shooter. Isn't it? I guess it's not
0: too far departed. I assume from the likes of Overwatch, from the likes of, again, you're not really, you're not really. You haven't got any individual skills. You're not picking a hero type. There's no real. There's no real drag in that way. But it's very much focused on you as an individual to try and build up your stats, get better gear, and and the tactics behind it. It's very. It can be quite slow paced. I mean, it's.
1: Do you know what it reminds me of? You know, just you phrasing it like that it reminds me of like the the destiny hmm. kind of idea battlefront as well very similar play. kind of so it, it is a it it's a third person shooter where you learn the maps you you try and figure out the best way to get the most coverage or kills and you decide on the kind of weapons that you do to fit that approach and the more you play the more you learn about the maps and the more gear you unlock that helps you Kill and cover more turf. I absolutely and love that game. It's just got such an addictive, kind of Nintendo-y feeling. So Smash Brothers, which everybody knows, is like Nintendo's version of a beam up. Did you say Virgin? Virgin. <laughs> you said Virgin. <laughs> okay, then. It's cause uh Rus- who's the head of Virgin? Oh.
0: God, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. 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 Does he?
1: Branson. <laughs>
0: Richard Branson. He loves these Smash Brothers. But, um, this ass, what her, She She's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come down, we should. I
1: think, um, with, with Smash Brothers, you are looking at Nintendo's spin on Beam Ups. That's what you're looking at. Oh, God, yeah. Completely. So, Splatoon is Nintendo's spin on Shoem Ups. It's like, the nintendo equivalent of your call of duties or or something of that ilk and they've made it cartoonier they've made it so that even if you are not great at it you can still contribute to the win of the team Mm. but in the same breath like there's so much hardcore stuff in it that like if you really were passionately involved in it and went down the rabbit hole on it like we did (laughs) we did you can proper (laughs) do it so they, 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 they've even got, like, the league matches and they've got, like... like the, Salmon Run. God. Salmon Run's good. Salmon Run's and quality. That was new. I mean, that was a Wii U IP. That came out on Wii U. Did it? Yeah. yeah. I played it on Wii U. And then they did a Splatoon 2. And I think they've changed enough to legitimise it being Splatoon It was 2. massive
0: on Wii U. Thinking back, I remember the um, even just the IGN article. Was people were going, you need to buy mm-hmm. the Wii U just to play this game. Yeah, people loved it. The artwork, the style. Yeah. Everything.
1: No, and I think it's far to home. And I think this is something why they're doing so many ports. The Wii U had some cracking games on it, but it didn't have like the buy in from people that would give them a good audience. It's why you're getting Bayonetta 2 again. Like <laughs> yeah. Bayonetta 2 is an outstanding game. Yeah, completely. it's coming out on Switch.
0: Didn't play two, played one.
1: You're going to love two. I it loved was, it. Like,
0: Devil gonna... May Cry.
1: What yes, is that? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it was just phenomenal. I Made mean, by
1: Absolutely.
0: Platinum Games, you're gonna love it. I remember being very, 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 very fond of that. Oh, game. very, I'm very, very, very fond. I remember sitting down in the winter of fourteen. <laughs> I was very fond of that game because of the rich lady. Very good game. So the next part, then I uh, think uh, probably best going on to, Skyrim.
1: Yeah, I mean Skyrim. I have played hundreds of hours. Uh, how many and, times
0: have you bought Skyrim now? Because
1: this is, this really this is like, an
0: ongoing joke, I think, on the internet of how yeah. many times people bought it. <laughs> it's it's the bought,
1: third time. i bought it. <laughs> three, three,
0: three times.
1: Yeah, I bought it on uh, PC, PlayStation 4, and I've. No, PlayStation 3, and then I bought it on, um, on Switch. But the PC one was the one I got the most ground out of. And I, I modded it to death.
0: You were a very big PC gamer for a long, long time. Like, yeah. you're really, really good.
1: But I modded it to, to death. And <laughs> what I have quite liked about the Switch version of it is it's the vanilla version of Skyrim. Um, there's no modding to be had. But I still think you could argue it's the definitive version. It's, it's, it's portable... And you can't like underestimate how valuable that is for a game that's engrossing like as engrossing as Skyrim.
0: Did you get the uh, the link outfit? Does that just come with it automatically when you open up?
1: You can find it. Did in you the put
0: world. it on? Oh you can find it.
1: That's <laughs> you, can the only thing. Like, like you can find it out there, um, apparently, I think. Um, but you're supposed to use amiibos and I haven't done that to It I mean, Skyrim stands on its own two feet, it doesn't need Nintendo branding. What it does need is a portable nature so you can take it anywhere with you. And that's the part I take from it.
0: So based on that, what do you, what, what you rate Skyrim?
1: Skyrim Oh Skyrim is, is, is as good as it ever was. I mean, the reason people love classic Nintendo games is because they're, they're timeless. And I really think Skyrim is one of those timeless kind of experiences that... I don't know, I, I, it's got new life in it. Because it's now portable. I can play it whenever I want. Can you skip the first scene? No. When
0: you're in that blooming carriage. Why
1: would you want to? Little wooden
0: (laughs) crickety surround sound. that's going, I'm just a horse thief.
1: What (laughs) are you in this boat?
0: And it's like, for God's sake. And then, you know, where's the dragon? And then you see it there. It's like, hello. Hello, old friend.
1: (laughs) No, you cannot skip that scene. (laughs) But you have to you have to be careful to get new saves because anytime you make a new character, it overrides the first save. So you could be playing Skyrim oh saved on the same place all the way. That through. sounds like the absolute. You make a, a new there. character and you override that save.
0: Okay, so we've, we've been talking about the games. We kind of got that out of the way. There's going to be a couple more that we want to talk about in a different time. You know, we want to. Hear clip bait about uh, Zelda. I know we've been been leading people down the garden path about that, but we're gonna have to wait till next time. Yeah. But from our perspective, like let's just try and bring it back on the soft launch. So, do we think it's been a success?
1: Do you want me to go first, or
0: no? You go first. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think yeah, I think the way they've done it, I think they've planned it from the start. They wanted this soft launch to happen. I think it's why you didn't get the internet properly working on it no
0: yeah we didn't get Netflix didn't get Hulu for other people in America they didn't get any of the uh, web browsing like,
1: no it's not even that. it's there it's built in because you need one to get onto like wifi that works but I think the reason they've held all of those things back is because they are doing this like so we, we are like the, the living beta testers <laughs> that's what we are but we've paid money to be part of it and I've I been think... called
0: worse before yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Not by me, (laughs) you
0: You beta testing.
1: Oh, for God's sake! But I think they've done that now, and I think this soft launch has been a success. They've been able to get out the teething problems with updates and stuff. They've been able to come up with a good run of games. I mean, the prospect of buying a a Switch now compared to Mm then is like two one. uh, Nintendo box that plays Splatoon, a version of FIFA that plays Mario Zelda. Hmm. Mario Kart.
0: Splatoon. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah. said that. Yeah. Splatoon and Mario and, and Splatoon and Zelda and Splatoon and Shovel Knight and
1: Splatoon and Skyrim. But if you want a um a console now that's portable and plays those games, why aren't you getting this? Like It's such an attractive proposition to someone now, which it wasn't back when the soft launch happened.
0: Uh, Again, going back to that original point that we said at the start, soft launching a product is sometimes used to gather data or feedback regarding its acceptance in the marketplace prior to making it widely available during an official release or grand opening.
1: This has been accepted.
0: Exactly. And so what we're probably going to talk about next time is whether or not 2018 is going to be the grand opening of it, whether or not we're going to see these things in the wild, whether or not we're going to see an absolute surge of different Joy-Cons that come out, different games that come out, game types, Nindies. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people sit down and talk about, well, will the third party support be there? Because Nintendo can't keep up the the release schedule that they've had first-party games on almost a monthly basis. They can't keep that up through 2018. And have they sold enough of this product to persuade third parties to take them seriously? And would people be willing to do what I did, which is sell the primary console and double down on a Switch?
0: So again, from that point, do we think that They've done that. Do we feel like they've succeeded in getting people in that
1: wouldn't have been in before? I think that's still to be decided. Do if you got, if you got to a point where you were willing, I mean, I th- that you were willing to sell your your your, you've got a PlayStation Pro, haven't you? Yeah. Like, if they could get such an attractive array of Nintendo games, third party games just experiences on the console that you thought, you know what? I never touched the PlayStation Pro anyway. I'm just going to get rid of it. So if think... they did that, then yeah, they, they've done it. Like they, They've miraculously like, parted the waves and made the world <laughs> Nintendo. Like, but until they do that, I, I, I'm not sure.
0: See, I agree with you to some extent, but from my perspective, the one phrase that keeps on coming up all year PlayStation community, Xbox community, mobile community, PC community. Oh, really wish this was on Switch. Really wish I had Persona on Switch. That's a
1: good point. Well, this is the thing, that they'd convince you if they put Persona
0: on Switch. That's a separate conversation. <laughs> but from my perspective, if they had like an absolute array of things, and, and literally every single game I played this year, um, what remains of either Finch, and we've been talking about uh, Wolfenstein when that mm-hmm. comes over. You know, I've Can't just been going, my God, when they get these things over onto a portable, even all we'll like if you're talking about Walking Sims, Firewatch on there, like when they get these little, little absolute morsels of narrative it's going to be an absolute wonderment because you're, you're effectively taking on a digital Kindle. You know, obviously every Kindle's digital. <laughs> you're taking on something that is tangible. you grabbed it and you can see it. It's visual. It's You're going, I'm actually within this and I'm sat on the train and that's the pull of this thing. Or yeah. I'm on my lunch break in the office. You know, God, what can I do for half an hour or an hour to try and get me out of I've this? i space. Exactly, I can go to space, I can go and fight a dragon, I can go and you know, race around the car, I can go and splat a load of people and turn into a squid. You do that like your normal job anyway. Me, that's you? my job. Nobody <laughs> needs to know what my job is, but uh, here
1: we go. I'm a squid. Projection. Bin man. Uh, <laughs> um all I would say is I completely agree. I can imagine any game that you, you could come up with would have a new life on, on the Switch. Because of the premise of the console, you, you, you will get more longevity out of your games, you'll get more usability out of them, you get more contact time with your games, particularly like the age we are and the jobs we have yeah. and the future plans we have. Like we, we can't be like hardcore gamers no more. Like we need to pick up our gaming like as and when we can, and the console can reflect that. So any game that gets released, if it was released on Switch, it would have a new dynamic to it and therefore would be better.
0: I'd see see your comment about hardcore gamers, I'll come back with a rebuttal of two grown men sat down with two plasma screen TVs playing Splatoon 2 for eight and a half hours and then absolutely cading it, drinking whatever it was, Punk IPA IPA for (laughs) 12 hours and on top of that we're sat here in a little room talking about games So Couldn't be happier Couldn't be absolutely happier, pig and muck but from my perspective again, it's been a success it's embedded what nintendo is to a new generation they've done very very well with the mobile apps i think that's something we'll have to touch on in a different one but again the success of mario run i know it struggled at first and then even the you know fire emblem came out recently they've got an animal crossing on, they've got an animal crossing on. and again the way they're trying to embed these kind of um it, it's the zeitgeist of what we're into you know into these kids are going you know there's something out there that's probably made for you that isn't just a another first-person shooter or isn't just going to be another Call of Duty clone, you know, guys. There's, there's things out there that'll make you think.
1: Yeah, I think all in, like, a strong Nintendo is good for everything. Like, it's good for gaming. And it's got to have a voice in it now. It's got one. And I'm made up that it, that it's doing so well. And I hope it continues. I hope 2018 is the grand opening.
0: I love that. I'm more optimistic. It will be. But we'll talk about the next time. So, again... From my perspective, um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving the idea that we're going to do this for the next couple of weeks. We're going to see how it goes. And I think my, I think we'll be doing this in 15 years' time, <laughs> talking about Fire Emblems <laughs> Zero, which is, you know, you've got to take it back. It won't be a zero. It'll be a, a, a zero Mario number.
1: 87.
0: Mario 87. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Super Smash Brothers 12.
0: Uh, just Mario Brothers. Just bring that out. Just give me that. Just give me the blooming, what do they call it? The the arcade or what do they have the um... oh they've
1: got like a like a, a redux kind of version haven't they at the moment that's just come out on the switch it's, it's like number two on the software sales I haven't bought it like, yeah. but it's it's the Nintendo Mario original game but with different enemies and different places and stuff
0: so that's a good point to end this and say that I'm going to go back I think we need to go and eat something <laughs> I think we need to go and drink something. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to go and play something. But oh, no, I mean,
1: this is the thing like, the reason we're doing this is we're thoroughly enjoying it and just talking about it. it's good fun as well.
0: Excuse to mm-hmm. have a beer. Yeah. It's always a good thing. Why Excuse to have a beer. Um, so that's been Pete. Again, you can find him on Twitter at GQ Preacher. So, GQ Preacher. My name's been Dan this time it might change next time you never know and i'm at danny ward 2707 if you want to follow the both of us you want to uh, comment at all if you want to ask us a question or put a topic for next time uh, if you do at switch underscore island that's on twitter or on instagram at switch underscore island you've been beautiful good night
1: let's go